Hello, everyone. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast. And my guests today are sisters, Marie and Kayla Curtis. They were referred to me by another uh, person that I've met through uh, social media. Again, that's how I meet most of these gals. And so I heard that these two gals had a really good summer. And um, I wanted to have them on because I love sharing the stories of young women in racing. And it's not because they've been successful. They could have not been successful. I still just love telling their stories. So we're going to start. We'll start with you, Marie. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your age, what you like to do besides racing and that kind of thing. And then Kayla, when she's done, you can take your turn. Well, first off, my name is Marie Curtis. Um, my parents, Rose and Brian, they helped me out a lot in my racing career. Um, I used to rodeo before I did this. I competed on horses and then I decided I wanted to go faster. So I got into the stock car racing. I actually had a a boyfriend at the time when I was 18 that uh, raced and he let me race his car in the pure stock division, which was three years ago. And then uh, ended up just keep going. But I'm a full-time college student. This is my last semester before I get a criminal law degree through Great Basin College. And I'm, tw- I'm, I'm just about to turn 21 in okay. next week. Next week. So that's the big birthday, isn't it? 21. Yeah, I'll be in Vegas coincidentally because i'll be racing the duel in the desert <laughs> oh what a terrible place to turn 21 <laughs> I, I i don't see the big thing with vegas because i've lived here in nevada so yeah, yeah. i've been there but right i've been to vegas a few times and honestly i don't see the big thing either i'm not a gambler really and i just i mean there's a lot of other places i'd go before i went back to vegas but anyway so kayla Let's hear about you. Uh, my name is Kayla Curtis. I'm 18 years old. I just got tired of watching my sister race and decided to get a car of my own. But before doing that, I used to do competitive shooting and rodeo as well with my sister. Went to nationals a few times for that few times for that. And since I stopped doing that and just been rodeoing. If you here and there and just racing when I'm not rodeoing. Okay. Right. And are, are you still in high school? No, I'm graduating. Okay. Graduated. She just graduated. Okay. <laughs> graduated, taking a gap year to learn more about diesel mechanics, which is the career I want to go into. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's a great career for a woman, honestly, because you'll be in the minority. And a lot of teams are going to want to hire, hire you when you're ready. So good choice in the career. And as well, Marie, criminal justice sounds a little scary to me right now, but hopefully not. Well, that's just a fallback. I'm actually trying to build engines for race okay. cars. So okay. I'm getting, getting going with that right now. But oh. that's... I just wanted a degree to have to fall back to, and that was a good degree. And I'm into the forensics side of things and whatnot. Oh, so. Okay. I think that would be the interesting side, the forensic side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, 
good plan for the future that you went to school and you have something to fall back on. Good job. So girls, how did you get interested and involved in racing? So um, Marie, start, we'll start with you. You're the oldest. We're going to start with her, Kayla. Sorry, every time. So <laughs> how did you get interested in racing? And then tell us about your summer. I know you've had a really good summer. So um, my dad used a tough truck and then my mom did demolition derby. So I've always had the motorsports side of things, mm-hmm. but I ended up getting into racing, well, dirt track, oval track, because of a boyfriend and their family. They let me use their uh, Chevelle gear stock car to race. I raced that class for one year, and then I decided that I wanted to go into a bigger class, and that relationship ended. So I got my Camaro that's Northern Nevada hobby stock, which is a little bit like the IMCA hobby stocks, I guess, but a little bit, you can do a little bit more to ours. <clears throat> and then for the third year, I ended up, this is, was my third year. I raced that hobby stock and this IMCA stock car. How I got into the stock cars, I went to the Duel in the Desert last fall with my boyfriend, Chaz Baca. So and I seen those cars race and I just was like, well, I know everybody likes the modifieds, but I really like these stock cars. So I ended up going all the way to Iowa to pick this one up. And it's been good for me. It's it's needed a lot of TLC because it's an older car, but it's been great. I won all three Northern Nevada track championships. I won uh, Summit Raceway in Oakland, Nevada. I won Battle Mountains track championship. And then I won my hometown Winnemucca's track championship and then with that I won the state championship here and then I traveled for the wild west tour and that tour I was sitting second in points until the last day and I fell back and due to some motor issues and ended up fourth in that tour which is still not bad for a rookie I don't think (laughs) then we went I was racing Paw for most of the stock car races that they had there and coincidentally ended up second in points behind my sponsor Leslie Gill with Stealth Oil Well Services and he's helped me a lot with the setups and uh, getting me some decent equipment and wrap to make the car look good (laughs) so yeah it's been my summer this year oh and then the Camaro um I've won quite a few main events in that car as well this year. I think probably like eight or nine. I'm I'm not 100% sure around there, though. Yeah. So you are like just they see you pulling up and the guys are like, oh, no, she's back because <laughs> you've been beating everybody. How, how I haven't, much... Go ahead. Go ahead. I haven't been the the fastest car out there. I've just been really consistent and consistently getting faster. Yeah. So yeah. learning. Yeah, that's that's amazing. You know, um, I love I love seeing you do all those different kinds of races and all those different kinds of series. But to be able to win the championships in all those, you know, all those tracks and then finish second and finish fourth. You know, that's pretty impressive. So what is it 
what is it about your driving or, you know, some people it's kind of like, I'm thinking of Kyle Larson, you know, Kyle Larson just kind of can get in any car and go. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people have a natural ability. Some people have to work a little harder. Do you feel like you kind of have a natural ability? uh, Some things come easy or is it just that you have such a passion for it that you just work hard at it? I think it's a combination of both because each class that I've been in, I have been consistently a smooth driver. I have really smooth movements and I think that that helps a lot, but it also helps a lot that I have a great passion for it. And I'm constantly every night in this shop working on my car, trying to make it better. For example, I just built a 360 for my stock car that's going to make its debut in Yuma, Arizona, Coquaw Speedway this weekend and then go to Vegas. So we'll see how that motor compares to these big name brands that have been coming up. Yeah. Now I would love to come and watch you this weekend, but you know what else is going on this weekend, right? I'm not Uh, sure. The NASCAR championship right here in Phoenix. And it's only about 20 miles away from where I'm at. So um, I'm going to be in, in, in Phoenix at the racetrack Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But at some point, I would love to come and watch you race because that would be a lot of fun. Well, I go down to Arizona quite often due to I like racing Cocopa and I really like DT, but unfortunately, they're going to be closing down. So. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so, sister, you've been awfully quiet back there. Let's hear about you, Kayla. How did you get started? I know you said you saw your sister racing. And so that's what made you want to race. But, you know, where do you race? What have you been doing? I'm sure you've been helping her throughout the season, too. But I, I know you race as well. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, well, like Marie said, our dad was into tough trucking. And I originally wanted to go into that. But they stopped doing that up here around where we live. And I didn't really want to spend lots of money traveling to go places with the tough truck. So I spent time with Marie behind, behind the scenes in the pits a little bit. And I was just tired of just sitting there watching. I kind of got bored. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to buy a smaller car for myself because I don't really like the full body cars. Mm-hmm. I think she didn't like the big go, go fast cars. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to take it take it easy so I got a car of my own um and then during the summer I blew that transmission up in my car so I switched cars mid-year which was hard because I had car troubles with the new car and seeing that it wasn't fully running right I didn't want to go back to my old car I just decided to stick to this new car and get it figured out and actually ended up burning the tranny out of that one too. So you're hard (laughs) on your cars. I am. I'm very hard. (laughs) (laughs) So where did you race this summer though? I know you did race. Uh, I mostly raced in Winnemucca. I made a few races in Battle Mountain. I did the Northern Nevada shootout tour with Marie with the new car. And so, yeah, um, yeah, I think I won a couple of races in that. And then I won two races at Winnemucca. So, 
Okay. And how many years have you been racing? Uh, this is my second year. Racing. Second year. And you've already had some wins. You know, I, I don't know if you follow a lot of racing or, or not, but you know, starting out in the first year or two and then having some wins under your belt is pretty impressive because some people race a long time and they never get to the winner's circle. So, you know, kudos to you girls for all that you've done and how successful you've been. So who helps you with your car? I assume your dad. Well, I do a lot of the work on my car myself. He he's there if I have questions, but my cars are really up to me. So because that's, I, I take pride in that. I want to be the one to do my cars, to set them up, to fix the motors, to build the motors, to fix whatever. But there is some things that I still have to ask him and ask my grandpa about because my grandpa, he has machining equipment over there. So there's a lot of things that I can fix that most people can't. Okay. And he helps me a lot with that sort of stuff. But uh, as far as Kayla's car goes, I have no idea because it's the computer stuff. I'm good with the old small blocks. Yeah. <laughs> so much her car. So Kayla, who helps you with your car? Uh, mostly my dad and Mike Scott, the winning like a track promoter. He, uh, he helps me a lot because he understands the computer side of the car. Okay a lot more than me or my dad does but I will admit my dad and him do do most of the work on my car because I'm just I'm at work most of the time so I just I kind of step back and I'm like okay I'll help you guys tear it down but I won't be able to help you be there and work on it yeah well that's okay it's not like you're laying inside of the couch watching tv you're actually working so you're doing something productive while they're doing that so that's okay that's a good thing. Yeah. So, so Kayla, what is your favorite thing about being a race car driver? Uh, probably the adrenaline rush. I will say, cause I have hit the wall and rolled other people. It wasn't my fault. I didn't do anything. Heart broke, pushed me into the wall and I flipped. So, but you were okay. Yes, I was okay. Good. And I did. I did get the car back up and running though. Okay, good. And Marie, what about you? What's your What's your favorite part? Well, like she said, the adrenaline rush. I think that's a, a big part of it. But I also like being someone that younger girls can look up to. Mm-hmm. You know, I like being a role model for those younger girls. And that's why I take so much pride in doing my own stuff because yeah. they, they should know that they're more than capable of doing whatever the men do. Right. Because they can do, they can do anything they put their minds to, can't they? Exactly. Yeah. Somebody, um, Billy Venerini, who has, um, he has, I think some ARCA cars, but I believe he also has, he used to have some cars in the truck series. I don't know if he still does, but he said to me one time, once you get in the car, it doesn't know if you're a male or a female. So it doesn't really matter. Because he used to employ a lot of female drivers and crew people. And, and somebody had asked him, you know, why? And he said, the car doesn't know the difference. I, I hire the people that are the best. Right. Yeah. And so I, that, that's what I want is I want to show these younger females, they, they can do it. If they want to go 
work in an oil field. You know, they are more than capable of going and doing it. Right. If they want to race a car, they're more than capable. You know, yeah. I have so many young female drivers, or not drivers, females, kids, even the boys, they they all, the kids, they love seeing somebody like me yeah. and they love the car, they love the time in it, get the experience of it. And that's what I really like about it. Yeah. And th- that's something that just makes great memories, you know. Um, it's great to have a successful season and all those wins. That's wonderful. But, you know, you don't really know and you may never know what kind of a influence you had on some of those kids because, mm-hmm. you know, they may be racing somewhere way far away from you. And it's, and it's all because they saw you do it and you may never know that, but to be able to influence those kids and, and set a good example, both of you, I know do that. That's really a lifelong thing that you can carry with you in the future as you grow older. Um, you know, being a good example on and off the track is really important. So what about social media? You guys are young. Do you use Twitter, TikTok, Facebook? I'm sure you're on social media. Tell me about that. Um, we both have personal accounts on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, but we have a racing page that we, it's C4 Racing, which is our team because Curtis for there's four of us in our family. So then the, our last name's Curtis, but it could also be used for like dynamite, you know, yeah. racing. So right. we have a page on Facebook and Instagram for that. And then on my TikTok account, I post a lot of my car building, like me working on the car, me, me working on the engines and then my racing, you know, videos, clips from racing inside the car and outside the car. Okay. That's yeah. about all the platforms we use. Yeah. So um, how do you feel about social media? You know, it, it gets a, it gets a good rap and it gets a bad rap sometimes. So, you know, talk to me a little bit about how you feel it helps you, you know, what do you do to make sure that you're staying positive on there? Just tell me a little bit about how you feel about the whole social media thing and the controversy and the Facebook and, you know, they're having a big deal now about how, how Facebook has is detrimental to young girls, which you, you guys are. Um, Talk to me about that a little bit. Well, I think that Facebook can be used for good and it can be used for bad, just like anything, but um, it is a good way for us to get our names out there Mm -hmm more than just the tracks that we visited or the states that we visited and it's also a good way for us to support our sponsors that help us getting their names out there mm-hmm. but personally I haven't ever been had any issues with social media but I'm also a very conserved person I keep my personal life to myself and I don't spread it on social media so some people they do spread their personal information all over there but I don't know. It depends on what, how you feel and how you let people affect you. I feel like that's the main reason for. Yeah. That bad stuff. Kayla, do you have anything to add to that? No, pretty much said it all. Like she said, we haven't had many issues with it. We keep our personal life personal and our public life public. I think that's the biggest problem, isn't it? Is that people share way too much. Mm-hmm. And and then they wonder why people 
comment or or all that and it's kind of like you have to be smart about what you do in whether it's social media whether it's driving down the road whatever it is you have to kind of use your head and be smart about what you're doing and so um, I'm glad to hear that you're conservative because that that'll do well for you down the road for sure yeah so young women in racing you know I already heard you say that you want to be a good role model. What do you want your legacy to be? I know you're pretty young, but someday down the road, when somebody says Marie Curtis, Kayla Curtis, what do you want people to remember about you? Never thought about that. I know you're young. (laughs) (laughs) I I like people to just know that no matter what life threw at me, I kept kept going, kept trying, kept pushing through it and achieved what I wanted to achieve. Pushed for those wins, pushed for those achievements off the track. Like for example, the mechanical work that goes into it. As far as racing, that's what I want people to remember me by is my drive to accomplish my goals. Okay. Kayla? Pretty, Pretty much the same thing. Like just like the hard work and effort that we put into our cars and put into perfecting how we how we drive it, how how it runs, and just all of that. Yeah. Because, you know, like I said earlier, for no longer than you've been racing, you've been pretty successful. So that doesn't just come easy. That takes a lot of hard work and and time in the garage and and time watching races and knowing where to pass and when to pass and all those things. So, you know, you don't achieve what you've done without having some long hours and some hard work put into it. That's for sure. So, so your dad raced, your mom was in demolition. So she, you know, your parents probably more than some were not concerned about you getting into racing. How, how did they feel about it? Did they encourage you? Did they discourage you? Well, my, my parents, they got used to us doing crazy things with the rodeo, like the the rodeo, you can, you can get hurt pretty bad with that. They had good practice with some of our accidents (laughs) that happened in that, but our parents were, were, they were way more supportive. I think of the motorsports side of things because it's something that they had done, Mm -hmm. but the then again, they don't know anything about the circle track part of it. So all of us are learning everything from the zero. We, we don't, we didn't know anything when we got into this. So it's been, they've been really supportive, both emotionally and financially. Like yeah. I, I try to spend or I try to pay for most of my stuff, like both the cars that I bought, I've bought. But then there's some tough situations I get into where I need a part at the, at the racetrack and yeah. they don't they don't hesitate to go get it. And they're always there, whether I do good or bad, whether yeah. I hit the wall, whether I win the checkered, it, it doesn't matter. They're there. For That's me. awesome. So, Kayla, tell me about the rodeo thing. What's the worst thing that happened to you when you were you girls were doing rodeo? Like, how did you get hurt? Did you get hurt? Did you break a body part what happened so my freshman year of high school so about five years ago I got into a breakaway roping accident and it I had a burn 
across my neck from the from the neck rope on the calf that was attached to the chute, which the cow comes out of. The rope broke off and wrapped around our neck and with the horse coming out of it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It hit the horse's head first, which is what saved her life. Yeah. So. If it wouldn't have hit the horse's head, I probably wouldn't be here today. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's that's and you have really no protection, do you? No. Not like in a in a car. You've got a helmet and a Hans device and seat belts. Right. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Then uh for me, I had a couple. I uh, <laughs> I was riding bareback one day with some friends and uh these dogs came out our horses and mine freaked out. It was my team roping horse and he he flung me up in the air so high and I landed on my head and neck and my head was bleeding and it was just a bad deal that I still have neck issues from, which is why I take I have a next gen because I really don't need to get my neck hurt again. No. And then I've gotten thrown into the fence and they thought I was paralyzed. Like that's the kind of stuff horses bring. (laughs) We are so safe in that car compared to. Absolutely. Been through. And you know, what's the thing that's good about this. And I hope you know, some people listen to it that are thinking about getting their kids into racing. I mean, yes. Can you get hurt racing? Of course you can. You can get hurt riding your bicycle down the street. There's nothing hundred percent safe, but when you compare rodeo to car racing, there's really no comparison. Is there? No, you're so much safer on in the car than on a horse. You really are. And I love love the rodeo and I love watching all that, but gosh, to think about what's happened to you two girls, I would never want my kid to be involved in that ever. There is, see, I would have never taken back riding horses. I love those horses and I put everything into them. They're an animal. They have a mind of their own. Yeah. Sometimes things go wrong. Things scare them. I don't ever blame them. No, but they, you are trying to tame it. 1200 pound animal like they they can hurt you but there's also a lot of good that comes with it yeah especially you know pleasure riding and owning a horse and that that's one thing but you know like what happened to you with the rope and that that's pretty scary stuff I think you girls are a little bit daredevilish would you say that you are uh yeah 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 100% And it's just you two girls. You don't have any brothers. Nope. So you, you're a little bit tomboyish in some ways because you like, like all those kind of things that like your dad did and that, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my, our mom is not girly at all. No. And she, she's, I think because both we, we grew up around a tomboyish mom and then our dad, we just yep. ended up into that scene. Yeah. <laughs> But it's fun that you're both doing it. You know, the best part about it is it's a family thing. You're doing it with your family. You know, there's lots of memories you're making. You're, you're just having fun, you know, as a family. And I know you've met tons of people who now are your race family, which Mm -hmm. is the best part, isn't it? We have, well, I have a race family here in Nevada, and then I have one down in Arizona now. Yeah. So all of Chaz's 
race family down there has taken me in and it's been I really like racing in Arizona just as much as I would like racing here because it's the same family feel yeah yeah and how far is it for you to go to Yuma from where you live uh 12 hours oh gosh 13 no well I guess with the with the trailer it's like 14 hours total like with stops and everything but it's worth it so you go like for the whole weekend yeah 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 like this this weekend I'll uh I'll head down I'll leave early Thursday morning to get there for practice and I'll practice that night and then we'll race Friday Saturday and then Sunday we'll drive to Vegas and then race Vegas (laughs) yeah so it's going to be a busy weekend for sure yeah. yeah so the best way to keep track of you girls and where you are and what you're doing would be Facebook yeah our racing page c4 racing yeah c4 racing and do you put on there like where you're going to be and then you put on the results so people can really keep track yeah we try to there's occasions that we uh get busy and don't get to posting it but yeah we try to keep it updated (laughs) okay awesome and and is Cocoa Pod the only place in Arizona that you race then since the other place is closing? Uh, I've raced DT, but okay. yeah. other than other than that, it's just been Cocoa Pod. Next year, I'm planning on hitting more tracks over there. there. Okay. So if there's a tour down there, like the, I think they have an Arizona tour that they hit like four or five tracks there. Okay. I'll try to go to that because I'm not going to race the Wild West tour this year but I want to change it up. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Do something different. Meet some other new people, right? Yep. And I'm trying to get her to go to Cocopa with me because her, she can race the IMCA sport contractor. Oh, okay. You've got to get busy now and get that car all, all set up and going so that you can go down with your sister. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. So it's, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed meeting and talking to you girls and I definitely want to come and watch you race. Is there anything that I haven't asked you about or that you'd like to share about yourselves, your family, your racing, anything at all? Um, I don't think so. No, you basically covered it. You've, uh, we pretty much covered it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's great. Well, I appreciate the time. I know you girls are busy and, and that, but I sure appreciate that Heather reached out and shared with me about you because it's hard for me to keep up with everybody and I'm always meeting new people. And so I I like having people out there who say, Hey, you should talk to so-and-so. And, and so I appreciate that she did that so we could talk and, and uh, I'm definitely going to be following you and I'm going to try to find when you're going to be in Arizona, when it's not the NASCAR championship, so that I can come and watch you race. So um appreciate the time, girls. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.